Hello and welcome to another edition of Crusher Talk with your friend Haley Crusher Kane. And I'm here to tell you that um, last week I recorded a beautiful audio gift for you guys. And it was just not my day with technology. I don't know what was going on, but it was a beautiful, gorgeous, sunny day. And I was outside in the backyard amid all of the onions because we have lots of onions in our backyard because that's what happened when we bought the house. It just has onions in it. Anyway, I was sitting with the onions and I was recording a podcast outside having a great time and it did not upload. So I thought, well, maybe I'll go inside. It's probably just because I was flying too close to the sun, trying to do two things at once, being out in the sunshine with my laptop. I mean, that's, it's never, it's never really going to work out. Laptop and outside, it's really a pipe dream. So anyways, went inside, did it again, probably more concise the second time. It's always better if you do it a second time. And went to upload, and it did not upload. Then I did it another time after that, and by then I was just kind of angry and um, just never uploaded. So I figured, don't push it. The universe was telling me this was not the day to do it, so I'm back. I don't think it really matters, but I just thought it was a funny story because as I was re-recording it three times, I was like, this is so weird. I'm just talking about mundane things about my life. So what am I doing here? Who am I? What is life? It made me question everything. Anyways, um, happy uh, post-Easter, I guess. Happy uh, post-zombie Jesus Day. Uh, My Craveworthy is about Easter, Um, not not, um, eggs, not... uh, Easter eggs, although I do identify as an Easter egg because that is my color scheme, I like to say. Um, But rather, the pierogies that um, my friend Nicole made for an Easter get-together, and I think anytime someone makes something with fresh dough that they make by hand, that's a very kind love language, and I was very impressed. I had never had pierogies that were freshly made dough right there, um, the night before, and then having them sautéed and just fresh. I mean, the freshness was incredible. I know I've talked about pierogies on here before, but they are a Polish dumpling. Um, these had farmer cheese and, or no, just cheddar cheese, I think, potato and sca- uh, scallions. What am I thinking of? Green onion? Um, no, whatever. It doesn't really matter. They were delicious. Um, pierogies are delicious. If you haven't had a pierogi, I suggest you find some. Also, apparently you can get pierogies at Costco, which I did not know. So do look into it next time you're at Costco if you're in a place that does not sell European goods or Polish goods. Because, I mean, I was not eating all this Polish stuff until quite recently for obvious reasons. <laughs> it just wasn't in my purview. Um, so that's my Craveworthy, something made by someone else. Um, and I do also want to say there is a pierogi that is available in our area at this Polish deli called Srodex, which is great if you ever are in, are in Hamtramck, Michigan, um, in Detroit. And they do a coney pierogi that is filled with coney flavors, like your ground beef, your onion, your mustard, I think maybe cheese in it, I'm not sure, but it was actually surprisingly good. I think I had like half of one, and Dr. Kane had like three or four, and that was enough, because um, they're pretty intense. But I do have to say, it's it's kind of surprising. I mean, you can really put anything into pierogi dough, and it's just going to be pretty good for some reason. Okay, moving on. Headlines. Um, as I said before, I was sick. Um, I had a sinus infection, and 
Um, I think the neti pot saved my life. So I just want to let you guys know if you're dealing with allergies and you haven't taken the leap to neti potting, that is not something I ever thought I would do. It's one of those little teapot things that you put saline solution in and you tip it into your nose and it goes in one one nostril out the other. It's a disturbing concept and also you have to boil the water. It's very important. I mean, every time I do this, I think about a flesh-eating bacteria getting into my brain and how scary that would be um, because that's me. But I have to say, it really saved my butt and every time I use it, I'm like, I'm so glad this exists. This is helping me so much with my suffering. Um, I'm sure a lot of you do suffer from allergies and are aware of this, but I'm just going to start being that person that neti pots in the spring first few you know weeks and just flushes everything out. I'm sure you guys really wanted that mental image, right? Um, let's see. Tulips are blooming in our neighborhood. Spring is coming on and it's very exciting. Um, I spent the first part of the afternoon at the Detroit Public Library, which I hadn't been to before. It's this beautiful building uh, built in 1865. It's not unlike the Detroit Institute of Arts building, which is across the street. Um, the DIA is an incredible world-class art museum. They recently had like the Van Gogh exhibit and they're, oh my gosh, they have so much incredible stuff just always there as well as rotating exhibits. Absolutely something you might see in, you know, New York or LA or something. I mean, Detroit has an incredible arts museum if you guys don't know. But um, across the street is the library and I've always been curious about it. It's a beautiful old building with sort of mosaic murally things on it and Greek, I want to say Greek style phrases. Like, I think one of them is like knowledge is power, something like that. Like to just, it's like all very cryptic and just the entire building is a work of art. Um, The top two floors were under construction when I went, but the downstairs, which is like very mid-century and very cool in its own way, um, was available. And so I was just sitting there enjoying like the ambiance and just I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. And I don't know if you guys are utilizing your public library spaces, but I have to say that is not something that I did until very recently. Um, Taking advantage of a library in a new city especially is great because it's one of those places where you really aren't going to get in trouble for hanging out for hours and hours. You're probably going to run into local people. And it's just one of those places where you can like, it's like a third place. It's not home and it's not work. It's a place that you can just be and it's just really lovely. So um, this is just my Captain Obvious Captain Obvious audio message for you. The neti pots are good and libraries are good. Um, incidentally, I cannot get a library card for the Tro- Detroit Library, even though I technically live in Detroit. We're on the border of Detroit and Hamtramck, and my driver's license says Hamtramck. But that does mean I get to go to the Hamtramck Library, which is weird and tiny and cool in its own way. Um, but the public, the Detroit public library in downtown Detroit is really, or I guess more like the cast corridor area area is like the movie star version of the Hamtramck library. I was like in awe the whole time. Um, moving on, we have some t-shirts in production. They are the, um, cold stone, Steve Austin. I like to say like cold stone creamery, um, uh, stone cold, Steve Austin, uh, t-shirts that Dr. Kane designed. Um, sorry if you don't have that reference and you don't like wrestling because these shirts are not for you then. Um, so they're coming soon. Um, 
Peyton Manning had 15 teeth removed. He now has, has 10 teeth. So between the two chihuahuas, Peanut and Peyton Manning, we're looking at a good 20, 22 teeth in this house, um, which is why they need to wear their spiky vests when they go out in the world because as much as they think that they're going to do some damage with these collective 22 teeth, I don't know. Um, how many teeth can a dog lose? If you're a chihuahua owner, you know quite a bit. It's actually quite astounding. Um, I Ubered to the laundromat recently, which made me feel very glamorous. Um, usually I'm able to take the van or whatnot, but this time I was not able to take the van because uh, Dr. Kane was on a job and I took an Uber to the laundromat. This is the second time, time I've done this and it's humbling. <laughs> Traveling in a borrowed car with all of your dirty clothes, like giant bags of them, and then having to drag them into a laundromat. I think everyone should do this at some point in their lives. Um, our Our lives are improving inside this house every week. I think last podcast, I talked about how we got a real bed. Well, this week we got a beautiful Victorian couch um, built in the 1890s, constructed in the 1890s, and a chair that Peanut and Peyton Manning have adopted as their own. Beautiful reupholstered um, pieces that are just really gorgeous. Uh, wasn't Didn't cost a lot of money because in Detroit, antiques grow on trees. And um, we have a couch now, which is like very exciting. We have a place to lay down and watch Seinfeld. I have a place where I can sit with my laptop and do what I like to do, which is reclining while working. I don't know, just my thing. Um, although a lot of things are going great and we are building our lives here in Detroit, there's still things that we don't have, still amenities we're working on. So the laundromat is one of those things. And I just want the world to know how glamorous my life is. And um, I'm very grateful for every little upgrade that we get to experience here. Um, lately, we've been watching a show on Netflix called Beef. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I'm just going to say it's called Beef. Look it up if you are into, I don't know, drama, uh, dark humor, and maybe Better Call Saul. Because although it has nothing like Better Call Saul, there's a lot of weird clues, weird camera angles, and unlikely characters that are distinctly unlikable, yet you root for them every time. Not unlike Breaking Bad, which is also a spinoff. Uh, or Better Call Saul is a spinoff of Breaking Bad, rather. But anyways, if you like that kind of thing, um, I recommend Beef. Just go look it up. I'm going to just mess it up if I talk about it. Um, I just read a book called Big Swiss by Jen Began. Um, It was very, very good. It was very, very disturbing. It is about a transcriber for a sex therapist and how she gets weirdly entwined into one of the therapist's clients' lives. Um, it's very explicit and sad, but also hilarious and violent. <laughs> so, um, it's a, it's a weird one. Um, again, it's called Big Swiss. Um, it was good. I liked it. Okay. Um, I went to a whiskey bar and played pool. I haven't played pool in a long time. Um, I have not been drinking for the past almost 90 days. And yes, I hung out in a whiskey bar with people that were drinking until, midnight or so. Um, I'm just here to report that I'm bad at pool, whether I'm drinking or not. I always thought that maybe drinking, I mean, we're, weirdly, if I was bad at pool that night, I'd say it's because I was drinking. And if I was good at pool that night, I'd say because was, I was drinking. 
Just goes to show I'm just bad at pool no matter how you slice it. Um, Sparkle of the week obviously goes to Nicole for making those pierogies. I mean, that's just the nicest thing in the world. And you just got to give it up. For anybody who is um, making a homemade dish for someone else this week, a nice little treat like that, you're awesome. There's nothing like it. It is so nice to eat something that someone else prepared. Um, I just actually had lasagna that was prepared uh, by Kelly, who is co-owner of Outer Limits Lounge, which is a Detroit bar. And she made a vegan lasagna um, and sold it at the bar with a kale salad. And those are two things I have made in the past. But as I was eating it, I was thinking, these are things that I would make and it would just be less delicious. For some reason, someone else makes it and it's just so much more delicious. There's different flavorings. People are making different decisions. And the best part is I don't know exactly what the heck is going on with the fake cheese because as much as I love vegan cheese, I don't really want to know how much of it's going in or what kind or whatever because we all know vegan cheese is not any better for you. Um, So yeah, if you're out there making a delicious treat for somebody, just know that you are doing doing some good work out there in the world. I applaud you. Um, let's see. Quote of the week or quality thought of the week. Um, I was recently at my local coffee shop, Dose of Sugar, and the barista was saying, you know, you, you're like the main character. You always look like you're the main character. You have that energy. And there's this whole meme going on on the internet about like having main character energy and how that's the goal. And I was like, thank you so much. And I said, but you know, um, you're, you know, you're also the main character and I'm just the background idiot in your story. And she laughed, but like, it's so true. And then totally random out of the blue, I was at a different coffee shop and I see this little placard that has a definition for a a word that I'd never heard before called Sonder, S-O-N-D-R, never heard of it. And it's, it just had the word in the definition. And the definition is the, realiz- the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own, populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. An epic story that continues invisibly around you like an anthill, sprawling deep underground with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you'll never know existed, in which you might appear only once as an extra sipping coffee in the background, as a blur of traffic passing on the highway, as a lighted window at dusk. Isn't that lovely? There's several different definitions of this one online. This is from the Dictionary of Infinite Sadness or something weird like that. It's like some emo dictionary. Um, But I looked it up and apparently this is a real word and it is used in in various ways, um, but it all kind of comes down to that fact of like, we are not the main character. <laughs> Everybody's there. Everyone is the main character of their own lives. And when you really zoom out and you think about it that way, it's like so interesting to think about where you might make appearances in other people's stories and where you kind of come in and those little webs and how far they go out. And you could just think about it for ages. And I don't know, feeling small is something that some people find really comforting, like zooming way out on the world. And other people find it terrifying. So either I have comforted you or horrified you. Either way, um, this has been Crusher Talk. I am signing off for now. Um, Have a great week. Sparkle hard and stay healthy. Bye.